The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. And you're welcome back to The Last Word. It's Ian Guider in for Matt today. Now, a report released by two charities today, Threshold and Alone, shows that up to one in four older tenants expect to be paying rent for the rest of their lives. The report also looks at the challenges facing older people in rented accommodation and makes a number of suggestions. So let's go through it in a bit of detail and get some reaction. Anne-Marie O'Reilly is National Advocacy, Advocacy Spokesperson for Threshold and owner of RIN is the Sinn Féin Spokesperson on Housing. Anne-Marie, I gave the headline figure there that a lot of people will take and see it in horror. A quarter of people expecting to be renting for the rest of their lives. And obviously there's a challenge facing every generation. But when you're older, the challenges are not just the cost of accommodation, but also the lifestyle as well. Yes, and that's why ourselves and alone uh, commissioned this research because we were beginning to see an increasing number of older people living in the rental sector and facing difficulties uh, with their rental tenancies. So the cost, as you point out, is quite a challenge, but then also the lack of security. So if somebody does not know from one year to the next, will, you know, am I going to continue living here? Will I have to pack up? Am I going to have to move? And that's difficult for, for us at any stage of our lives. But as you get older, it does become increasingly difficult. Uh, it may be that you have a specific support needs in the community. There may be health needs, uh, services that you need to access close by. And then also you've built up relationships. You have your neighbours. And now when you need to go look for a new rental property, there's no guarantee you'll find one in your area. You may very well have to move to a different part of the city, a different part of your county. And that is a real challenge for anybody. But for an older person, uh, it, 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 it poses a very, very significant challenge. And reading some of the case studies in the mm. report, you have people, a person 72 years of age saying, what landlord is going to look at me and give me mm. a long term tenancy mm. in an apartment or housing complex? Mm. Yes. And this, the case studies it really tell you the, the experience of people. They're very strong. One man refers to arriving at viewings with his walking stick or a wheelchair. Um, another lady spoke about how her, the stress about her housing situation is greater than the stress of her her ill health. Um, so it, it, across the board, people uh, in their, their where they are now were experiencing difficulties or were fearful of, of where they were going to go next because a number of the people interviewed as part of it had received notices of termination or weren't put in a position where they had to find a new home. And the number of people this will affect into the future will be increasing <coughs> where society that's living longer, but also <coughs> the challenges of life. People are divorcing, <coughs> people, spouses die, but also <coughs> just because people are older, perhaps getting married, we do have a lot more single people <coughs> who will be renting and just simply can't afford it. Yes, and that's very much a concern of ours. So at present, 17% of private renters are over the age of 45. But what we're seeing then is a, a another larger group uh, aged uh, 35 to 45 who are renting and a proportion of them will continue to rent. And then we're seeing the people younger than that again, 25 to 34, and even less of them will buy their own home. And with few social or affordable housing options available, unless something changes, we'll see a much greater number of people over the age of 65 living in the private rental sector, which, as the report uh, points out, is 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 insufficient. It doesn't meet their needs. Owner Vrin from Sinn Féin, a lot of times when we talk, it's about young renters out there looking to get on the housing ladder or move out of their parents. But the challenge facing an older generation, have we looked at addressing it in Housing for All? 
It, no is the straight answer and, and first of all both alone and Threshold will be congratulated because what they have done is they have shone a spotlight on a very important part of our housing crisis that too often doesn't get enough uh, attention in the public and political debate um, and I've just come from the launch along with uh, Anne-Marie a couple of really standout observations. I mean, the first is is that the report acknowledges that for a very, very large number of older and ageing people, the private rental sector is the wrong tenure for them. And that's their own view as well as an objective assessment. And it's clear there are two reasons for that. One, for a very, very long period of time, successive governments, including the current one, have overlied on the private rental sector to meet both social housing need for low-income families and singles, but also affordable housing need for for those above the thresholds. And at the same time, government planning policy and government housing policy hasn't had the evidence base to factor in over the next five to ten years what's going to change in terms of demographics, exactly as you say, age, household size, to then build into both our social, affordable and private housing supply not just enough units in total, but the right kind of units to meet the needs of different groups of people. Uh, And I'm struck by uh, uh, the need for government to finally accept that there are whole cohorts of people who, through no choice of their own, are in a sector that they do not want to be in. And there was a very good contribution from the representative of the Irish Property Owners Association today, a really honest contribution to say increasingly for landlords taking in older tenants is not an attractive option. In fact, what he said was, traditionally, older tenants were seen as very good tenants, secure, manage the properties. But now, he said, landlords think if they get an older tenant, they have that tenant for a very long period of time. And that doesn't suit their their business model, and that's fine. No, but the government would say that we have now the new housing tenant in situ for housing, and therefore the local authority can take it over, so it's not going to be with the landlord. So, and, and again, I've been a strong advocate both of the reopening of that scheme after Owen Murphy closed it in 2019, but also ensuring that the scheme does what it's meant to do. Uh, So, for example, uh, uh, not only do we need to see that scheme ramped up in terms of the speed at which the local authorities respond, I'm talking to lots of landlords who are open to it, but they feel that it's taking too long, uh, but also the scheme has to be expanded properly to include uh, uh, cost rental because a lot of the renters that the uh, report talks about aren't eligible for social housing supports. Maybe, for example, their income was too high for social housing support but not enough to buy or maybe the kind of job that they had self-employed or or uh, of a certain kind doesn't allow them. We've also a lot of single people who lost the family home due to relationship breakdown, divorce or people who lost their homes during the Celtic Tiger. So tenant in situ absolutely is a key measure. However, that scheme still isn't up and running properly uh, and we're hearing many cases, in fact the one that was most high profile this week, Micheline Walsh out in uh, uh, Dunley Ratdown, 78 year old woman with a, a husband with very severe medical needs. She's had a notice uh, to quit for 10 months. She's overholding for six weeks and she only found out about that scheme last Saturday and it's not uh, clear at this stage whether either the local authority or the landlord will progress it. So the scheme is a really good scheme in principle. Much more needs to be done to ramp that up but crucially The real solution here is dramatically increasing the supply both of social housing and age-friendly social housing, but crucially affordable cost rental uh, and age-friendly... We're having trouble in this country building social homes anyway, but to build specific accommodation for people who, they're not going to want to live in a six-floor apartment block heading upstairs. There's good news on that. Um, uh, You'll know that the Office of Public Works and Roderick O'Gorman of the Department of Children were looking at the use of modular building technology for temporary accommodation for people fleeing the war in Ukraine uh, and the right approach. Uh, uh, The Office of Public Works and and uh, um, uh, industry were in the Oireachtas Housing Committee uh, this week, um, giving us an update on that. And what both industry and government uh, agencies like the OPW are saying is if government was today to start entering into multi-annual framework agreements with providers of high quality 
uh, uh, off-site manufactured homes, particularly bungalows and dormer bungalows and two stories. That sector of the industry could ramp up year on year quite significantly. What they need at this point is they need contract certainty. They need to know year on year how that's expanding. That would allow you to expand a whole new uh, area of home delivery. These aren't flat pack homes. They meet every single fire safety and building requirement. And at the same time, on the uh, 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 traditional build side, we need to make sure that what's getting built is the right kind of homes. Too much of what's been built in recent years, or at least what's been planned for, doesn't meet the needs, not just of older people, but of younger people and workers too. So we need to embrace new building technologies and do more on that. But we need to make sure what is getting built in the more traditional sectors meets the needs both of our young and, crucially, our older and ageing population. Anne-Marie, Anne-Marie O'Reilly from Threshold, one of the big things that keeps coming up, and I heard this from people saying, look, I'm going to retire in the next few years. My income is going to fall off a cliff. That is the biggest challenge. Even if we do get a supply of even cost rental, that's the big problem because the state pension is about, what, €280 a week? That's not going to go to rent you anything. Yeah, that's one of the, the problems that was identified in the report is the affordability issue for somebody on that fixed income. And so where they can apply for HAP and on, on the pension, they would, they would uh, meet the criteria. Uh, HAP in itself doesn't meet market rent. So there is that shortfall. Uh, and in addition to that, unfortunately, uh, many of the respondents said they found it difficult to find a landlord who would accept HAP. So it's not to say that there aren't there uh, isn't something out there for people. There is, but it can be incredibly difficult to make it work. So it, it is part of the solution, uh, but there does need to be multiple uh, housing options for people. Just to go back to the report, I'm looking through some of the recommendations. You're also talking about the fact that, look, a lot of people out there, when they do reach retirement age, again, they want to be around, they don't want perhaps to be around a younger housing estate or perhaps they want to be somewhere closer to the family. The challenge goes beyond just supplying accommodation. Yeah, it comes down to how we plan and design uh, housing going forward into the future. So what we've traditionally done is built the housing estates with the three, four bed semis in them. Uh, Somebody then whose family does grow up, finds themselves in this big house, rattling around. We hear a lot of talk about right sizing, but that's quite a challenge for people. They have to leave behind their home where there's a sentimental attachment, but also their community, their neighbours, their friends. And so while there's a challenge to to take care of that existing issue, what we certainly can do going forward is um, build estates that are more mixed. So maybe you won't put uh, a one bed in between each and every three bed, but you can have uh, estates designed where one section maybe does cater for older people uh, and there's still a community there. They could live in the three, four bed up until such a time as they go, do you know what, I would like something smaller, something a bit more manageable and not have to move miles away from their community. Just want to put one final question to you, Owner Brin, on this. Minister Darrell O'Brien, Housing Minister, he's quoted in the press release here, the government do get it, don't they, that there's a problem with older people and accommodation? Well, since Darrell O'Brien has become the Minister for Housing, the number of over 65s in emergency accommodation has increased by 43%. There are really good initiatives out there, both... From and the there, has been an, there has been an increase in the number of social homes out there. There, there has, although the government hasn't met any of their targets, uh, and again... But they're uh, still increasing, I just do want to point they, that out. They, they are, no, no, and, and I accept that, but first of all, they haven't met the targets that they set, and the targets are too low. What I was going to say, though, is, because I want to be positive about this, there are good models of practice, both in the approved housing body sector and in the local government sector, but they're very, very piecemeal. And for example, in almost all of our public housing estates, as well as some private estates, there are huge opportunities today for low-rise, high-density housing to be built uh, at scale and value for money, which would actually give people the choice, because right-sizing must always be a choice, to remain in their local community with their support networks, and whether they're right-sizing for the private sector, the public sector, be able to do that. I have to say, 
by any objective indicator, uh, and the report speaks volumes of this, anybody thinking that this government is doing the right thing, either by our older and ageing population or indeed the housing crisis overall, has their head in the sand. We'll have a lot longer debate on We need a complete shift, gear shift to start addressing that. Otherwise, those homeless numbers and that sense of insecurity and precarity uh, of ageing and older people in the private rental sector will continue. Owner Bryn from Sinn Féin and Amory O'Reilly from Threshold, thank you very much for joining us. Just a couple of your texts coming in to 087 4100 My parents are renting my brother's apartment, trying to apply for hat but told as the apartment is their son's. They don't qualify, so my brother will have no choice, but parents will have to move out as he needs to rent to pay the mortgage. And here's somebody else texting as well. Just let me get it up here now. I'm nearly 40 years old, single and living with my parents. I probably be homeless if it wasn't for them. Wages do not match the cost of rent. Keep your comments coming in 087 4100 102. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.